People often ask me where to buy yerba mate and recommendations, and I'd suggest going to supporting a local store or a small business if possible. However, if you're living somewhere where you can't, like I once was, and they or they just don't offer the yerba that you want, check out Pampa Direct. They have the largest supply of yerba mate that, that I've seen, and I've learned and tried so many from them before that I've, I've never seen anywhere else. But not only yerba, they also have dulce de leche, alfajores, shirts like jerseys, games and snacks like chocolinas, which is one of my wife's favorite cookies. And I found some really great recommendations on there for, for beginners, such as Don Eregi, which is something I, I learned about uh, by just trying different stuff there. And also some of my personal favorites, which is Pipore and Aguantadora Despalada. Uh, they have great customer service that speaks English, and in fact, they shipped me another package of yerba for free after they had mixed up one of my orders. And they always include like little, you know, extras, like little candies and stuff, which is really nice. And they ship anywhere in the world, and they offer free shipping here in the U.S. with an order of $50 or more. Uh, that may change depending on your country. And as a sponsor of the show, they offer 10% off on your first order with the code POWER. Go to yerbamatepower.com slash pampa to place an order. Again, that's yerbamatepower.com slash pampa. P-A-M-P-A. Pampa. Thanks. Welcome to the Yerba Power Podcast, where we share the power of Yerba Mate with the world. Introducing your host, Devin. All right. Victoria de la Torre. Welcome to the Yerba Power Podcast. Thank you so much, Devin. Hey, so we were talking about some really great subjects before I hit record, and I said, oh, we got to recapture that. So first, let me introduce you. This is Victoria de la Torre. She is a plant-based nutrition expert, uh, founder of uh, South Mati, and also Yerba Mate Sommelier, which I'm excited to get into later. But before we start, I want to highlight what we were just talking about, how Supporting the yerba mate industry is not just supporting this big conglomerate one company, but it, that it's like families and people that, um, you know, the families that actually cultivate the yerba and the families that produce it and bag it and ship it and, and that work here in the U.S. or wherever they're shipping out to. So can you try to recapture what you what you released from your heart just a, just a minute ago? Sure. Um, yeah, it's like for me, it's not that difficult because I've been working on on this for like many years and for me it's been always important to keep in mind that the traceability of yerba mate so when you start looking into what you're drinking and into like the yerba mate that you pick and the type of if it's organic where it grows and the ingredients that go with it um we got the pleasure like to work with them a, a, an amazing people in argentina that they you know they they work toward the industry and they're not close to innovation as well um so every mate we drink you have the family that cultivates the mate you have all the workers then you have the packaging industry there that that some many they're based in misiones and some other they're all around the country so trying to put together a network of people that works toward creating a product, either yerba mate traditional or with added value, you have a lot of companies, the small companies, basically, that they are built by a lot of small 
a group of families. Uh, so it's like supporting uh, their growth is that you're also supporting the growth of the country. Uh, Argentina is going through very difficult times and like having that type of hope and support and showing them that they can bring uh, a really great product to the states and to other markets. Um, they, they get really proud of it because they work really hard. And sometimes uh, these type of yerba mate that they are not commercial, they don't even get to reach uh, Buenos Aires, like not even like outside, you know, I'm not even saying outside Argentina. Uh, so it's like really important to educate people about this. And I try to share that on every workshop. I, I try to have as many type of yerba mate, commercials, Americans, but also the Argentinians ones that, that I know the suppliers that I've been working with them for many years. And I know the work that is behind. They also very focused on having pesticide free. Uh, sometimes they don't even get to have the USD organic, but we run tests through the yerba mates we work with at South Mati, and we know that they don't have any pesticides. So I'm I'm really happy to share those type of products with everyone, and also the type of yerba mates that you can find. Uh, they differ. Uh, so you get the northern region, you get the southern, the middle, and all these type of yerba mates. Uh, you can like see the trace of VVP of the final product. Which I think is also another beauty of yerba mate is that the connectiveness of drinking it is that it's not just what's in your cup. It's that leaf and how many hands it's passed through and how many you know, families that you're supporting or connecting to along that whole chain. I think, like you said, the traceability. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that's a, another thing that I'm only just now realizing about how, you know, deep it goes uh, by the time it gets to my cup, you know, that the right. four, four to five years that, you know, it could have taken to to get there. Um, yeah, so sometimes you get the, the yerbas that they're um, like the, the good wine. Uh, you get these gerbas that they are like 24 months, uh, you know, or they are like more than that, ready to to be tried. You know, like people don't realize that commercial servamates, um, they take only 15 days compared to get ready compared to the, the traditional small family owned uh, farms. Uh, so that's a lot of work that is behind and the structures are smaller, so the costs are higher. And so when speaking instead of amate, I noticed that a lot of people go for the pricing. Yep. And then they are not happy with the product. So I suggest trying all of them. So sometimes you get uh, really cheap servamantes where are really good, but like I, I would suggest not to stop right there when you're picking the, the Sierra Mate because of the price. Try to be open to try different types. I'll, I'll, I'll admit first in front of everyone that, yes, I've been that guy. It's like, I'll search Amazon. It's like, oh, this one's like, you know, $3 cheaper than this one. It's like, eh, that's fine, you know, and or... And then you're telling you hurt. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. It's, you know, you, you get what you pay for sometimes. Although, you know, you get good deals every once in a while thanks to... Uh, I guess the good and bad of inflation that, you know, it helps with the pricing here in U.S. sometimes. But uh, anyways, uh, I, I want to get into uh, Yerba Mate Sommelier. So 
what exactly is a sommelier? How does one qualify? Can you, can you give us, because that's just a curious topic, like how do you don that okay. title? So I started my my work as a Sherba Mati sommelier like almost 10 years ago. Every big company has a Yerba Mate sommelier in their team because they have to do the cupping, like the coffee or like the tea. Uh, you get tea sommelier as well. So every company has one of them. Of course, this Yerba Mate is a tea. You also get a sommelier in the team to do the cuppings and to try all the, every season, all the harvest because they need to keep the same flavor in, the same balance, the same standard of the flavor. Uh, and that's why people, you know, people going back to the same type of mate or the same brand, because there is like um, a group of people working behind, like a Yerba Mate Sommelier, uh, making sure that you get the same uh, type, uh, type of Yerba Mate every time you try it. Uh, so it's kind of like quality control? Yeah. Uh, and, and nowadays, um, there's like La Universidad Abierta, Interamericana in Argentina in giving the certificate for Yerba Mate Sommelier. So we started like a couple of years ago. I did it because uh, I had to, but it was funny because when I was studying, they were teaching in the classes about my company. So I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and yeah, so, you know, it's like that's when you're like, so for me, it was like, whoa. We are studying about my company. This is fun, you know, because uh, we are uh, with uh, South Mati. We did uh, the first Yerba Mate capsules for the Nespresso machine in Argentina. So um, it got a lot of press and we also reached different markets like the U.S. market and the Asian market with that product. Then we we started working in optimizing the, the product because uh, the capsules um are plastic and we are trying to be 100% compostable company so so we just launched at the at New York like a month ago we launched the the Nespresso compostable capsules and we are so happy with it it's like it was a it was a great accomplishment for for South Mati it was a lot of work it took us like two years I imagine I imagine and what what qualifies someone as a sommelier? Is it just a certificate program, or is there other I well, don't know, rituals? Nowadays you can, yeah. Nowadays you have to you can get a certificate. You just like uh, do the the courses they do, and then take the test. It's like I've been working um, by intuition all year. I mean, like following my instinct in taking decisions and. And especially when creating the the blends that I do, it's like I started learning about it, how to mix the ingredients, but also on some point I did study uh, nutrition, uh, plant-based nutrition. So I started focusing more on the nutrients that you can add to the yerba mate when you're drinking. So to improve that experience and to give an extra, to give an extra boost. So... I've been working, like, mixing yerba mate with, um, I don't know, turmeric, for example, or things that people never tried before, at least in Argentina. I guess, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's like, it was very intuitive for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
until I took the exam that said I'm a matcha sommelier, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and so about blending, you, you offer blending workshops. Like, what does that look like and kind of how do you do it? So the the workshops is like we have a we we got to this realization like we we spoke before that it's really hard to enter a market with a product that is like traditional uh, from South America and not think about how people are used to their palettes are different. So I guess like my sommelier work uh, goes there as well. People in the States are used to to more indulgent, sweet flavors. And uh, it, it doesn't uh, surprise me when someone drinks uh, yerba mate by itself for the first time and they don't like it because the flavor is really rustic. Cool. So, uh, but the same thing happened with beer. The same, thing, the same thing happened with coffee, with other drinks. It's not just the yerba mate. So usually people grab the coffee like I do and add all milk, vanilla flavor, mm-hmm. you know, you see it up. Uh, so I took the same concept and then moved yeah. it to the matcha world. So I was like, you can create your own blend and you can have, like I do, like I carry around this like small jar, small mason jar um, where I have my own blend. Uh, this one is actually a blend from from South Madia, one of the new flavors. So I, I took like carry around. Uh, this one has, hold on. Oh, it's so good. It's called uh, Mindful Gray. It has bergamot essence. It has lemongrass. Um, it has atasia flowers, which are the blue ones. So it's just like make my experience uh, take it to the next level. So it's like I added to the mate like this, uh-huh. and then I shake it like a normal mate and I add the water. So that makes a, it's a, a different flavor, the one that I like. Uh, so yeah. I teach people how to create that, like how to create your own blend of yerba yeah. mate and the ingredients that you want to use and also share with your friends. So essentially teaching people kind of what... How to became it as so many other. <laughs> yeah, what well, ingredients work well with their palates and that also I'm sure have benefits as well uh, as far as, you know, we know that certain, you know, like stress relievers and things like that or, or turmeric, like you mentioned, for... Uh, inflammation yeah, and things like that. Great, you know. Yeah, it is great but, for uh, antioxidants. Like whenever you are doing yep. sports and you want to do recovery, I usually drink mate where I prepare on the French press as well. Not uh-huh. only the mate gourd or the teapot. I have a teapot. Yep. I hope that I just like those those that that you press it and just like the tea comes out. It's so easy yep. to make. So I, I probably have like the same one that you put on the top of a cup. Yeah, that one. It's like, basically, I prepare like a tea as well. Uh, gotcha. The good thing is like when you when you can add your own flavoring to it in a natural way and being conscious about the nutrition, it makes like, uh, you know, the experience go to the next level. So during the day, you can have your intake of extra boost of um, antioxidants or immune booster. So, and, you know, it's like an easy way to, to have it ready. And keep on changing. You can have different many ones. So like that's what basically I teach uh, people to do at the at the workshop. And then we share experiences about the health benefits. So there are a lot of myths about it. Uh, they're always comparing it with uh, coffee and other drinks and energy drinks. 
So we oversee all the different type of trees that are out there in the market and how uh, yerba mate is not coming to compete with them. It's just another drink that you can choose during the day. And and also we oversee all the new uh, innovative ways to drink it. So as I was saying, you can just like put it in your French bread if you don't have the time to sit and prepare uh, a mate or uh, traditional mate, or if you wanted to like test it, uh, there are like a lot of mates available nowadays in Amazon on the market, or there's always a friend that brings back from Argentina a mate yeah. at the present, or, or you can just need a bombilla basically to drink it. Um, yeah. So there are like many different ways to enjoy it. Also the, you know, the, the capsules that we're doing for the Nespresso machine are like super easy to make and super fast in the morning. Uh, you get like this really nice boost of yerba mate and like that focus that you can only get drinking it. Um, so it's like everyone can benefit from the health benefits of it, like the natural energy, sustained energy, and I mean, you name it. <laughs> All right, so that's actually the end of this episode. We're going to try to do a part two later. We weren't able to record all that time, so we just decided to break it up into two segments, which we'll get back to later. I wanted to just take another second to give another shout-out to a reviewer of the Yerba Power podcast. said, very insightful and easy to listen to, uh, relaxing and enjoyable. So I appreciate that. John Nashville, which I'm guessing is an, an alias and not exactly sure who that is, but thank you so much for your reviews. Um, not only does it help me, you know, kind of know how I'm doing, but it helps with the ranking in Apple and, and Spotify to help us reach more people. So you're helping us get more people involved in Yerba Mate. So that's how you can help. And I really appreciate the comments and feedback that you guys are giving me. Uh, another person actually wrote about the logo saying that uh, this is really well really well put yerba mate is exploding with antioxidants and has a caffeine kick which seems to be consistent with the bright vibrant colors um i thought that was really well written about the logo that i have for the yerba power podcast but I, honestly i just kind of one that caught my eye but i really like how people are seeing different things in it with the audio wavelengths that i just the wavelengths kind of on the on the logo as well for the audio have any other feedback please send it to me i'd love to read it on here for you and give you shout outs and thank you guys once again for supporting us right now currently as i'm recording this we're in 34 countries uh 692 downloads and so yeah just some awesome stuff that's still blowing me away uh thank you guys talk to you again next week